Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third and final part of our three-part series on delivering an effective speech. We saw how to keep an audience hooked within the first minute of your presentation. We saw how do you keep them engaged during the course of your presentation by telling a very engaging story. This episode is all about how do you conclude and end the speech in a very graceful manner such that the audience remembers your speech hours and probably even days after your presentation. The thoughts you sear into their brain lingers right there and they keep thinking and pondering about it. We have five tips for you. And before we get into these five tips, there is one thing which I notice myself doing when I reach the conclusion or towards the ending or the last minute of a speech or a presentation, which is I try and enhance the amount of energy I put into the speech. Of course, we we had an entire episode on delivery. So if you haven't seen that, please check it out. But of course, during the whole speech, you are doing a lot of voice modulation. You are using the stage. You are using, you are using your hands and showing a lot of gestures and telling nice stories and keeping good eye contact. But towards the end, um, I noticed that subconsciously, I increase all this by a tiny notch. So as an audience, you can notice the difference in my delivery between, you know, towards the end and the beginning. So increase your voice modulation a little, become more energetic, become more enthusiastic. Ensure that that distinction is there before and after. And all these five tips which we will be giving you in this episode, add a pinch of enhanced delivery to all of them. And that helps a lot, especially for an ending, because even if your speech doesn't go as expected, the conclusion can really save your speech, guys. For instance, I was attending this uh, full-day workshop uh, last week. And while it started off really well, in the middle, it got really boring for me. And I found myself uh, deviating to other tasks while on the call. And if you had asked me at that time to give a review on the whole training session, I would say maybe 3.5 out of 5. And that's how it went until the very end. We had this last, I think, 30-minute role-play section about negotiations, which was amazing. And that's how the workshop ended. So after the workshop, they did ask for feedback. And you know how much I gave? A 4.5. Although a majority of the workshop was uh, so-and-so for me, the ending really uh, left an impact. And that's what a conclusion can do for your speech. An ending is even more relevant when you're giving a motivational or a persuasive speech. So in such cases, you can end with a call to action. Basically, give the prompt to a user to take action on what message you've already delivered them. For example, if the message of your speech is about cleanliness, keeping your uh, surroundings clean, you can end with something like, So the next time you have the urge to throw that wrapper of chocolate on the street, think again and wait till you find the waste bin. So this allows the audience to take what you've already delivered them with you and you're already giving them a way to do that. 
So that's your first tip. Use a call to action, especially if it's a motivational or a persuasive speech. What else, Harit? Because sometimes what I've noticed when I really enjoy a presentation or a speech, it's when during the entire course of the speech, I am extremely curious about something. Mm-hmm. The speaker has revealed something in the beginning or in the title, but they haven't told me exactly what it is. And that has kept me engaged and curious during the entire presentation, which is revealed towards the end, uh, which, which had a huge impact during not just the end, but the whole presentation. And towards the end, obviously, it's like a mic drop moment when you finally get to know it. Now, which is the second tip, which is ensuring to make your audience curious about something. Now, you don't have to do this all the time because it's not that easy. But if you can think of an idea to do this, nothing like it. Now, what are some ways in which we can capitalize on this? Uh, For instance, you can use callbacks. Now, callbacks don't really make them curious. But let's say you have introduced some character. You've told some story about your friend, about some adventure which you guys have had. And the story is done. You've said what you learned from the story, uh, how that changed your life. You've moved on from there. And finally, when you end it, bring back this friend or some emotional element in your speech such that, because that gives the audience the feeling, ah, that's what he means. And it, it, it really helps them connect two and two together. And that connecting gives a nice emotional response to the audience. Yeah. So you can try using a callback or you can just use an unanswered question. Maybe you can start your presentation with something like, what do you think is the number one reason most people don't reach their goals? And you can probably ask some answers among the audience and you can say, yeah, all those are yeah correct answers, but that's not the answer you're looking for. Rather than revealing the answer immediately, you tell a story, you have a conclusion, you end, and then finally you reveal what is the answer. What is that truly, I mean, what is that one reason that stops people from achieving true success or their goal? So that you have put that thought in the beginning. Yeah. That's right. I'd like to add this uh, point here, Harit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you uh, started off with a question, I think it makes sense to end it by answering that curiosity, right? So you can actually mix them up. A good intro with a equally good conclusion. Yeah, yeah. This actually connects those two. So yeah, we did have a tip in the intro where you ask a question. But rather than revealing the answer to that question, you can probably wait it out, squeeze it dry, uh, tease them a little with the answer, but finally reveal the answer towards the end. So not just the end, but that keeps them engaged during the entire presentation because you really want to know the answer. Make sure that the question is very thought provocative and the answer is quite impactful. It's not very obvious, obviously. Um, And yeah, so those are a few ways you can make them curious and uh, you can conclude by having an unanswered question using a callback based on some story that you've had. Um, There are uh, many other ways, but basically ensuring to keep them curious and quenching this curiosity towards the end. That is your second tip. What else, Vikas? Well, you can always summarize. I mean, that's what we do, right? Every episode, we uh, try to summarize everything that we've covered in the episode. I think this is something that uh, is followed in most places, be it a presentation, a lecture, a podcast, probably not a movie, but uh, 
most of the speeches where you uh, deliver a lot of information it makes sense if you summarize them at the end now keep in mind that this works only when it's it's an informative speech where there's a lot of uh, content for the audience to take in and they need a summary but if you're just narrating a good story or um, or especially if it's a humorous speech uh, it doesn't make sense so uh, don't go all uh, to summarize these are the jokes i told you so it doesn't work in such scenarios uh, but it's an effective tool to use for presentations and lectures yeah uh, to add to that i think uh, you can make use of acronyms uh, if there's a lot of uh, content that you covered uh, just try to make them into memorable acronyms that they can take away yeah uh, so that's about a summary but if you want to add something more to your ending and want the audience to take something from your speech and think about it you can end with a thought provoking question now we discussed starting with a question and we also discussed catering to the curiosity of the audience but when you leave them with the question itself it does have an impact for, for example uh, i can think of one of my uh, speeches where i did this right i was talking about this book called fooled by randomness by nazim nicholas taleb uh, a wonderful book uh, i would definitely recommend you all to read it but i digress so uh, i was talking about uh, this concept of being fooled by randomness so i started my speech by placing a small coin in front of me walking towards it picking it up and asking this question to everyone if they've ever spotted a coin while they're walking and felt really happy when they uh, picked it up and felt like it was their lucky day and that was that after this uh, i went on to explain about the crux of the concept how probability affects us and how a lot of things uh, we we get hoodwinked by which is actually well explained by the concept of randomness now after doing this in the end after uh, again this is important you need to make your point before you use uh, such endings so after i made my point i went on brought this uh, a setting back so i asked them the next time you spot a 5 rupee coin on the street and you get all excited and feel that it's your lucky day just stop for a minute and ask yourself if you've been fooled by randomness yeah i was there among the audience that day and dude that was so good like uh, it it does what we spoke in the beginning it ensures that the audience keep thinking about what you said way later much after the presentation itself which is the sort of effect you want right uh, and they can have their own uh, interpretations and perceptions to what you said but as long as they are still thinking about your speech i think it's a success fit ending with a thought provoking question is uh, something you can really use but uh, the last or, or rather the last tip we are going to talk about in this section is something i really like and uh, every time i hear this kind of ending I-, i feel the speech was worth it i mean worth listening to so what's our final tip harit 
so this is something we have noticed which almost every world champion of public speaking i think right from 2012 have uh, used it except i think twice every single year we've seen this which is basically creating a story loop now a very simple way to explain this is you've all seen mission impossible i think the third part the movie starts with tom cruise tied to a chair a gun being pointed to his girlfriend and then the countdown begins 10 9 8 and then the uh, the the and then the terrorist reaches 1 and then the screen go- goes blank and then you hear a gunshot <laughs> and then the movie starts with opening credits and the whole story builds up to this much later in the movie which is so good now this this element need not restrain itself to movies it can very much find its way into speeches and presentations uh, and which has been done so if you see the 2012 world champion of public speaking speech by ryan avery uh, he capitalizes on this he talks about his wife who's standing there um, and uh, she asks him the question do you in other words do you marry me uh, and he doesn't reveal the answer he finishes the entire speech and towards the end he recreates that scene and then he says yes i will so it's basically a story loop wherein there is a story but the story starts somewhere else in the speech uh, and then you don't end it you end it much later which is actually i think a subset of the second tip which is making them curious you don't end the story but this is specifically in terms of a story wherein you create a loop now it need not again be a story per se if you see mohammed katani's speech in 2015 he starts with a cigarette uh, complete silence he starts by smoking a uh, i mean he doesn't light the cigarette but he smokes the cigarette and towards the end he takes the cigarette back and then he crushes it so it's it's again a loop it's, it's bringing back that element i i think this story loop is a tried and tested method that almost works every single time and and it's good to hear an ending to the loop right when a person starts by making you curious and keeps the story going you still have that at the back of your mind you you want to know what happened or what's going to happen so you can build this whole curiosity up throughout your speech and at the very end when you craftfully bring that whole section back and it all makes sense and it's an aha moment that that works wonderfully in any speech uh, it's it's not easy but it's a really good way to end your speech and as uh, harith also mentioned it's a good way to end a movie as well right so uh, to summarize we had five different ways to end a speech today the first is call to action so this is very helpful if it's a motivational or a persuasive speech or even a sales pitch in fact then uh, the second way is to make them curious now there are a lot of ways you can do this uh, such as using callbacks leaving unanswered questions uh, pick any one of them and just build that spark of curiosity in the audience the third way is of course to summarize if it's a lecture technical presentation or when you have a lot of content that uh, you want your audience to remember 
So you can also make use of acronyms in this case. The fourth tip is to end with thought-provoking questions, which makes the audience take what you've said them, think about it, add their own perspectives much, much longer after you've ended your speech. And finally, my personal favorite, story loop. Start with something, build the curiosity and bring it back at the very end and leave them with a killer ending of your speech. So that was conclusion and we have covered over the course of last three episodes how to start your speech, how to build your story and finally how to end it. And watch out for the coming episodes. We have a lot more in store for you. So thank you for tuning in today. And remember, YouTube can talk your way up.